Welcome back to Is This a Thing, Natalie? Thank you. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. It's been a long while. So yeah, we have has. a lot to uh, catch up on. I'm not even sure uh, where things ended with us last time, but we're going to do the, the virtual tour again. We're just going to go around town and you can tell me what's happening and what's not. And again, for those who are new to the to this show, it's is this the thing is all about economic development and we talk about things that are coming to town things that aren't coming to town maybe they were now they're not i mean things change exactly. and so so the premise is is this really a thing natalie so let's start you tell me where you want to start what part of college station do you want to start in regarding economic development i tell you what let's let's start on university drive that's kind of ground zero for um new retailers folks that are wanting to come to town uh looking for university drive we, we still have the University Town Center area that's, you know, behind the Blue Baker, uh, Razoo's, uh, Grub Burger area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have plans to build, uh, you know, an additional about 40,000 square feet of retail. Still looking um, for specific users. You know, when retailers want to go in, they typically like to go in in clusters, um, four or five of them at one location. And so we're still trying to nail down enough users to get construction underway. Do we have any idea what the anchor for that new uh, development might be? Not yet, and, and that's what the issue is, okay. you know, f- trying to find one of the, the larger anchors that would kind of kick off the construction phase of that project. A lot of restaurant interest, as there always is on University Drive. We're starting to see a little more entertainment interest um, in College Station in general and on University Drive. So no uh, no big names just yet, but but I see those coming in this next year. Okay. Uh, now, what about the, the street that is going to be punched through to give more access to that? That would be Taro over yes. to Lincoln. And uh, we're just waiting on those plans to come in. That street's under design by mm-hmm. the developer, the owner of the property. Uh, we'll review those and hopefully break ground on that later on this, this year. Okay. Uh, and that will help open it up and, and encourage some development back in the back as well. Um, once the street goes through. Um, across the street over at Chimney Hill, where we all summer watched the Republic and Primrose Path under construction. It's mm-hmm. looking really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to get some opening dates before this podcast and wasn't able to make t- contact with Wade. But the last time we spoke, they will open up the Republic first. And the plans for that are sometime in September and then follow up with Primrose Path. They're, okay. they're finishing out the insides of those restaurants now. That's interesting that he is planning on opening up one while working on the other since they share a slab. Right. And, yeah. and I think the plan really is is to, to close operations at the existing Republic, move it over, get that going, and then get Primrose Path up and, up and running as well. Do you have any idea how long from the time they open the new republic to the time they start bulldozing the the old one i don't know i don't know that's a good question okay um from what i understand in visiting with uh the broker over there clint oldham with with the oldham goodwin group um and he's one of many brokers that i work with on a regular basis trying to get all the the dirt for um, what's coming and what's not and Mm -hmm. what may have been coming and, and it's not coming anymore um, he is working on several things over at Chimney Hill, so I think that building will come down fairly quickly. There's a, a new Starbucks that, that they're working on a site plan for now. There's still the hard corner right there at the Hilton where there is a national restaurant that is looking at that, but they're not ready to announce it. The deal hasn't been inked just yet. All right. There's also a hotel that they're working with in the back 
to see if there's enough room for shared parking and a multi-story hotel there in the back. So hopefully we'll be able to make those announcements once the site plans are a little bit further along. And the Starbucks is a drive-through, right? Drive-through, yes. Anything else besides uh, Starbucks, possible hotel, and a possible, what'd you say on the hard corner? It's a national restaurant. A restaurant, chain. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Is there room for anything else, or is that would that do it? That that would do it if the ho- the hotel's going to take up most of the back. Okay. Uh, so if the hotel ends up happening, then that will be be it for the site. If not, then uh, there is the potential to do some retail buildings back there. And has Clint given you any indication uh, as to when we may learn more about the the restaurant or the hotel? Um, they they from what I understand, they have a handshake deal and they're papering it now so hopefully we'll be able to make an announcement later on this fall handshake deals are, are always rock solid a- absolutely the, just like letters of interest and letters of intent <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> like those okay what we el- all get excited and then they go away yeah <laughs> so. okay what else uh, after jimmy hill well, Burger Mojo, they're in front of the new Embassy Suites. Yeah, we talked um, about that a long time ago. We did. We did. They they are finalizing their plans and uh, are wanting to break ground next month in September. Oh, that's great. So that'll be a craft burger place, the Delise family that also has, you know, Cafe Excel and La Bodega. Um, this is uh, sort of their brainchild and will break ground next month. Has anything changed in terms of the concept or or? The footprint that they they plan to put on there uh, since we last talked about it. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I've, you know, Coast has been very very gracious in sharing some of their marketing materials, their uniforms, the whole concept, the parchment paper that the food is is wrapped in, and mm. and uh, the the packaging and everything. And it's a really cool concept. I think uh, I think folks in College Station are really going to like it. All right, that's excellent. Yeah. What's after Burger Mojo? Um, let's go down to Century Square. Okay. Uh, we've been working with uh, Cindy Smith, who's the broker over there out of Oldham Goodwin. Uh, the most recent announcements, uh, as of yesterday, is that Lululemon will open a new store there. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women. I don't even um, know where. It, they had some kind of presence here, right? They did. They had a small shop uh, with limited hours over off of Harvey Road for a while, kind okay. of testing the market. But this will be a full-blown retail store. A lot of women in yoga pants are are, uh, are excited today because of that announcement. <laughs> so, That's good. Um, no, it'll be a great addition over there. Also, uh, Clean Juice is a fresh juice smoothie bar. Has made an announcement that they'll be over there as well. Mm-hmm. Mess Waffles is on the way. Well, I've seen the, si- the signs up for that. The signs up for that one. Okay. Yeah, so that should be coming soon. And then Share Tea will have a location there. All right. Um, and then Harvest Coffee Bar. They're they're currently in Bryan, and this will be their second location. How is there still room for stuff in there? It seems like there is already so much. It's amazing that this much more is coming. It it, it is now. But remember all, where the uh, office buildings are in there. The first floor is retail, right. so there, there are still spaces there. And then there'll be additional buildings that in that green space out front on University Drive that'll be um, constructed in the next phase. Wow, that is amazing. We just tried the, uh, what is it, Sweet Paris? Yes, how was it? Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. So we're slowly making our way through that, that complex. Yeah, they just opened recently. Uh, Hemline mm-hmm. uh, also opened recently. Of course, Star Cinema Grill. Moe's Irish Pub, uh, Sub-Zero Ice Cream, which I haven't tried yet. It's the nitrogen Mm -hmm. uh, ice cream. We'll have to check that out. Galleria Day Spa. Now, they're also locally owned and just opened there last month. And if you ever went to Galleria Day Spa at their old location, 
Um, great spa, they had great products, but their size was limited. Right. At this new location, they're carrying clothes, gift items, new products. Uh, I'd encourage folks to go over there and check it out. It's it's a it's a great new facility. Yeah, we saw that as we were walking to Sweet Paris, yep. the creperie place. Um, we noticed it's a very different look uh, for Galleria. So that's that's kind of exciting yeah, too. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And for it to be locally owned, that's, you know, I'm excited Big about bonus. that. Big Yeah, yeah. Um, Northgate, let's continue on down University Drive. All right. If you could even get close to Northgate this time of year with school starting and construction on University Drive, we have two new high-rises that have just been completed, Aspire and Standard. And when you look at the amount of residential that's occurred in that area, just Northgate proper over the last five years, we've seen about 5,000 new beds. Um, along with that, if you continue on down to Texas Avenue, where you include Century Square, North Point Crossing, mm -hmm. if you add all of that in, it's about 7,000 beds. Over what period of time? Five years. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of new people, especially starting this semester, that will be in that area. Um, what we're hoping to see and what we're starting to see is additional restaurant demand. Now, a lot of that's been absorbed by Century Square, but our hope is, is that we'll continue to see restaurant demand and commercial demand in the Northgate area as well. So what other commercial demand are you thinking will come? We're, we're, we're thinking more restaurants. The um, food truck park is continuing to expand. You're starting to see different types of, of food trucks going in there, trying out new products. Um, we're also seeing um, additional interest, you know, baked or fried that's located there by the parking garage. Yeah. Um, the old Lupo's bookstore, it's still under construction. It's been under construction for a while, mm -hmm. but um, the plans for that was for a bar and uh, bar and, and also food. So we'll have to see how that shakes out as well. And that's what, going to be another rooftop uh, type rooftop bar is yeah. the plan. Okay. Yeah. Now, you talked about Spire. That's the one that is next to the, uh, rise. the rise. Right there okay. on University And the other, the standard? The standard's about a block back. Okay. Yeah. It's also a high rise. I'm losing track. There, there's so many of them popping up. Yeah. Um, these are two that have been under construction for a while that were under construction during the fall semester last year. And uh, there's also some new construction that's that's still coming in that area. So this fall is going to be really interesting to see with the, where the occupancy rates fall, mm -hmm. uh, especially for the student multifamily market, and uh, kind of see you know how Northgate's really changing over time. Now you've described that area as being like our Central Park, right? And, and in terms of value of real estate too, has the value fluctuated much in that area over the last year or two? Um, it's continuing to go up. The last year or two, uh, I would say over the last 10, we've seen it go up substantially. Hmm. Um, there's, uh, the, they're the highest property values in all of Brazos County uh, in the Northgate area. So we have seen and heard, you know, very uh, loudly complaints about taxes going up. Right. Well, our tax rate pretty much remains the same. It's the property values that continue to go up and yes. being that close to Texas A&M and that amount of density, 
I think that's something that's going to continue. Hmm. Now, did you cover, I don't think you did, the old location for Blackwater Draw. Do you know what's happening over there after they pulled out? It's my understanding that it's been rented out as a, as a new bar. Okay. Uh, but they still have some changes to make, and I don't know the opening date for that. Okay. I drove by there. I can see, you know, they're slicking up the outside and so forth, but I couldn't tell what it was Right, right. No, it's my understanding. I don't remember the name, but um, it's a bar that will open up there as well for the fall semester. Okay. So did we cover Northgate? I think so. Anything going on in the uh, Culpeper area on South College? Anything new there? You know, nothing concrete just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did sit down with uh, the Culpeper family and a group of local citizens about a year ago to do a design charrette. Oh, that's right. And to brainstorm, you know, what could that area really be as an anchor on that end of Northgate. Came up with a lot of great ideas, and I know that... that um, the Culpeppers and their team are reaching out to users, and there's been interest, but they're trying to find the right mix mm-hmm. and the right um, the right types of uses that, that should be on that end of Northgate. So I think it's something we're going to see redevelop in the near future. Uh, we've just got to find those right puzzle pieces yeah. uh, to land that. I know they move kind of slowly, but they're very deliberate. So when they Extremely do make a deliberate. move, it's a big move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what do you want to go after Northgate? Um, how about uh, Texas Avenue? We have a few things happening on uh, just Texas Avenue in general. The new Ace Hardware opened up oh, right, there yeah. at Southwest Parkway and Texas Avenue, the old Winn-Dixie Center. Mm-hmm. If you've been around town for a while. <laughs> you like, got to go back away like from myself. Winn-Dixie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that just opened a few months ago, doing really well. The uh, Red Line Hotel, just a little bit further south there across from Walmart on Texas Avenue. Okay. Just down from Harvey Mitchell. The Red Line Hotel is under construction behind the O'Reilly um, that's located there. All right. Um, they're blowing and going. And then Harvey Road, the Post Oak Square Shopping Center where TJ Maxx is located. Mm-hmm. Um, they were recently purchased. They're under new ownership and uh, they uh, have worked with Krispy Kreme. I know we made that announcement a while back. I've wondered about this. We talked to them yesterday. They plan on breaking ground next week and being open in December. I, have, I actually That's have to, big. I have to write that down. Krispy <laughs> <Yeah>. Kreme <laughs> opening in December? Opening in December. Okay. That's the plan. All right. Uh, that's a big deal. We reached out to them yesterday, and they're going to be located right there in the front of that center on Harvey Road Okay. Um, and TJ Maxx. Um, Once Upon a Child and Gumby's Pizza are also going to be relocating into that center fairly soon this fall. Um, In that center. The one thing that we're unsure of, well, there's a lot of things I'm unsure of, but the the Toys R Us that recently closed, that is owned by the Toys R Us Corporation. So they're involved in all of the the bankruptcy and other, other stores closing. And we've been reaching out to them trying to find a new... Uh, tenant for that space, but that's going to have to work its way through the system there at Toys R Us before they're able to, to lease it and or put it on the market to sell. So how many square feet is that building? Ooh, I want to say, I should have known this, Jay, I want to say it's around 40,000 square feet. So what is it, what is the location and the kind of building and so forth, what does it lend itself to? You know, it lends itself to something similar like a junior, uh, what we call a junior tenant, you know, that typically ranges from about twenty-five to 50,000 square feet at the most. Um, it could be, you know, some of these tool companies that have been um, looking around, like a northern tool company. Yeah. It could be a another um, Marshalls or TJ Maxx type use. 
Um, it could also be an entertainment use. You know, we're starting to see a lot of interest for entertainment uses, given the given its size. Um, it could definitely be an entertainment use. There, there's a ton of ton of possibilities there. We've just got to um, get it back on the market. So, so your role is to kind of help with that out there in front of the right people or the right brokers. Whatever. Exactly. Okay. To communicate with Toys R Us to find out how long is it going to take you to get this back out on the market? Are there, you know, legal things happening in the background that won't release that property for a period of time? And then also for us to look at, okay, who would be great tenants for this building mm -hmm. and who's expressed interest and start going down that list and put those in front of the right people. It's not something that happens overnight. Definitely not, especially when it's, um, you know, a corporation like a Toys R Us that's closing and there's a lot of legal maneuvering that's part of that. Yeah. Um, but being separately owned, you know, we're going to continue to reach out to them and try to get that back on the market and get at least just as soon as we can. It's just, just one of those things that will not happen quickly. Okay. I think where we're starting to see more and more growth is the Welburn Road, Harvey Mitchell area with the new HEB. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jones the, Crossing. Yeah, the Jones Crossing area. Uh, the new HEB, 106,000 square feet. I think you did a podcast with um, Diane yes. Basosa, and we'll give you more details about that. But their grand opening scheduled for September 12th. Right. There's also uh, several buildings that they're finishing up, about 50,000 square feet total of new retail space. Users are slowly being announced. Um, they're being very methodical, making sure that those leases are, the I's are dotted and T's are crossed before mm -hmm. they release those. We do know that Twin Liquors and Sport Clips will be located in there. There's a lot of restaurant interest. They uh, designed those buildings so that you would have restaurants on your end caps with outdoor patio areas. Mm -hmm. A lot of interest there. They're holding off on releasing those names, and again, until they're completely signed and done. Okay. Those should be coming out this fall. Also, if you've been by um, City View Southwest, it's where they're on uh, Highway 40 and Barron Road, mm -hmm. where Chef Tay is building his new restaurant, uh, Urban I Table. To, I need to go by there. I've seen photos online of, of the progress. Right, right. That will open up this fall. It's coming along very nicely. Urban Table. Urban Table. Yeah. Yeah, is what Chef Tay will do there. Uh, also, BCS Fitness is opening a location there. That's under construction now. Okay. And then there's plans for more office-type condos and commercial development at that location. Just, just no official users to announce. But That's kind of important to you guys, right? We need that sort of space. Absolutely, because we, we constantly get calls about, uh, especially this time of year during football season, a lot of Aggies come back, visit a football game, and say, wow, this community has really grown. Mm -hmm. Maybe I ought to have a presence here. Maybe I ought to move a restaurant here or, or an office location. So we, we continuously get a lot of calls this time of year, you know, asking about the market. Right. You know, what would it take if I opened an office here? What, what are the costs that we're looking into? Are there spaces available that we could move into quickly? Having something like a City Southwest or City View um, that they've already got the design done and they're ready to move to building permit, you know, that cuts a good nine months out of the planning stages. Okay. So having something like that where you could come in, you could lease or you could even own your own building, um, especially for a smaller business, being having that opportunity to own your own building um, is big. It's big. And I think uh, this time of year we'll start to see a little more interest in that. That's wonderful. Uh, Caprock is another area. Caprock, yeah. Tower Point, seeing a ton of uh, ton of interest over there. 
the uh, this summer RX Pizza opened up next to Mad Taco. Yeah. The outdoor patio area. You and I did a. I, I don't like this term. Uh, windshield tour of uh, of that Better whole than drive-by, right? <laughs> uh, of that whole area just a few weeks ago, and that was uh, enlightening for me because I hadn't seen a lot of that stuff. You know, and, and what I found interesting is that Caprock has really capitalized on local businesses and and doing something a little bit different there. You know, with having an RX Pizza, local, you know, a homegrown mm-hmm. business. A Mad Taco, some of the the wine bars that they have over there, some of the boutiques, just something a little bit different um, in the area. Where in contrast, across the street, you see more of your national tenants, your HEBs. There's a new Starbucks that'll be under construction. They just received their permits last week. They'll be under construction right there at the corner there at Tower Point. So, between those two, there's a lot of of uh, new commercial happening, but it's it's just a little bit different. We saw a sign for Spice World. Spice World, yeah, um, they're still in the planning stages, but they tend to specialize in hard to find spices, produce, um, more organic type um, spices. That's so, kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think it's exciting for our area. Um, also, over in Cap Rock, the yard. They, uh, if you've been by there lately, there's three commercial buildings around a turf area. And what's planned for that currently is that the Caprock Construction, Jesse Durden and his folks are expanding their corporate offices there. Um, also, Bottleneck Wine Shop and Bar will open this fall. It's about 3,000 square feet. Okay. Um, they have some additional users coming up. They're not quite ready to announce yet. One of them is a Texas craft restaurant. Huh. Uh, about 3,000 square feet. They'll announce that soon, but that, that should be coming, um, that should start construction soon and then be open in spring of 19. There's also some fitness and lifestyle uses that are planned over there as well. Um, but they continue to grow. And then Tower Point, you know, Gringo's is one that we've talked about in the past. We have. We thought it was getting pretty close. We, we did. They got their permit several months ago. We all kind of sat back and eating popcorn, waiting for them to break ground, yeah. and nothing happened. And so we um, reached out to the Ibarra family that owns that that chain and heard from him last week that Gringo's is still coming. The franchisee of this area also has uh, restaurants in Houston that two of them got quite a bit of damage from Hurricane Harvey. Uh-huh. So they were those were two projects that jumped up that they didn't plan for. And so this one got delayed a bit, but they're still coming. And uh, once they finish up with the, the damage in uh, Houston, they'll head this way. Okay, that makes sense. And that's good news. We didn't lose that. That is good Good news. We paced around for quite a while, afraid we were <laughs> going to lose that. Um, walk-ons are still working on their final site plan. Uh, Gringos and walk-ons are both looking at the lots next to Starbucks. And so walk-ons is still working on their site plan, working out the details to finalize uh, that deal as well. And then again, Starbucks will be under construction uh, soon they just pulled permits. So okay, great. To get our coffee. Um, Highway Six. There, we, there's quite a bit going going on on Highway Six. The Stella Restaurant just recently opened there near Graham Road and Highway Six. Um, that's the Harvey Washbangers Group, right. and I've heard great things about that. Me too. Brazos Valley Autoplex. If you've been uh, around the Sylvester Road area on Highway Six, that's the new Mercedes BMW dealerships that are currently under construction. And then one of my favorites, Gander Mountain, which is turning into at home. 
yeah, pumped they, about that. They're doing some work over there. <laughs> they have scraped off the the old facade of the building and and getting that back up. Got They've deganderized it. They deganderized yeah. it and are at homing it right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're planning to open in early October. Okay, they, they really are, that soon? Yes. the The plan was to try to turn it over to the at home folks to start doing the fixturing and stocking of the store early September. That takes about a solid 30 days. So the hope is to be open early October. Boy, that's aggressive. That It's very aggressive. Um, but it can't be aggressive enough for me. I'm ready for him to open. Got it. Um, and th- those are the really, is this a thing, um, different uses that we've talked about. One of the things that I had mentioned earlier is that we're starting to see more interest in entertainment type uses. Mm-hmm. One of those is Big Shots Golf. They, they have a rezoning request. It went to the Planning and Zoning Commission that recommended approval of their rezoning uh, out on Holloman Road South near the Wellburn intersection. Right. Uh, that will go to City Council next week. Okay. And if that's approved, they'll continue to move forward with their site planning. But we've over the last year, we've started to see more interest in those entertainment uses. Um, a lot of people kicking the tires, so not a thing just yet. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Star Cinema Grill open, you know, for movies. We've also seen some interest in bowling and games, um, kind of kicking the tires, wondering if this is a good market for them. The golf is also a concept, rock climbing. So we're starting to, to get interest from those types of entertainment uses that, that I'm, I'm excited about because it not only gives our residents something to do here, but also our tourists that, that come in on a regular basis over the summer or for a football game have a little bit more to do in our area. So do, do things like that, uh, is there only space, you know, sort of moving outward on the, on the edges of the city, or is there room for some of that a little closer into the core of the city? We're, uh, there's room in both places. Um, closer in, you've got to be much more strategic and willing to, willing to compromise. A lot of these entertainment uses, like the golf facility, you have to have a lot of land, right. you know, obviously for that. For rock climbing or something um, that's more indoors, you can start smaller and work work out. Um, so the thought process there was maybe start with 20,000 square feet, but have the ability to grow once once they've proven the market and it's successful, can grow from there. Um, but, but that's one of the difficult things is finding locations for these guys to come in that are more central, uh, that can be accessed by both the university and our residents further south. Okay. So I want to kind of wrap things up with a, a quick recap of some conferences that you've been to lately yeah. uh, in the economic development world. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? And, and how might that affect uh, our market here? So, you know, the, the biggest retail conference is every year in Las Vegas, of all places, in May. And Jennifer and I went out there, and it's, I mean, there's 40,000 attendees. It's, it's massive. And it's one of those places where this was my third time going. So the first couple of times... It was, it was scarier than it was encouraging because the retail market was changing. Folks that were looking in our market at the time, some of the bigger boxes, some of the big retailers, when we got to Vegas, you start to hear, no, we're not going to look at these smaller markets. We're pulling back. The whole Amazon effect. Mm-hmm. People are scared. 
to expand for one and then expand in a secondary market like College Station. So those were really, um, for lack of a better term, just kind of burst our bubble kind of thing those first couple of years. This last year was all positive. You know, folks that had been kind of circling our market and looking for a while finally were like, you know what, we're ready to locate. We're ready to get serious about a location. We are going to do something smaller. At Home was a great example. When we first reached out to them, nah, we're not interested. And even if we were, we'd have to have 100,000 square feet. That's, right. that's our, our minimum size. As that property sat on the market and we continued to work with them, they came back and said, well, we've got a smaller footprint, an 83,000 square feet, which, which is what made the Gander Mountain building work. Um, but this last conference, that's what we were hearing from folks was that, yeah, we're, we're ready to start considering College Station again. We're going to be looking at a smaller footprint. We're also going to um, not as afraid of the Amazon effect because you still have to have brick and mortar. It may be a smaller presence like we're seeing with Target. Target is going to much more of a smaller footprint in more urban locations. You're starting to see uh, FedEx and UPS rely on existing uh, brick and mortar locations like your Walgreens, your CVS, that that, that would be your um, pick up and drop off location. We talked about that one of the last times we spoke and I found that fascinating. Yeah, so I, I think folks over the last few years are starting to get over that Amazon may take everything over, that there's still a use for brick and mortar. It may not be the huge superstores like we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be a smaller footprint or some combination. But even our local stores, if you'll notice, um, I got a, a, a recent correspondence from HEB. We're going to offer free pickup and delivery Tuesday to Friday. So that has an impact on the brick and mortar. Same day delivery here in town. So you have to have brick and mortar to be able to provide those types of services here. And Walmart is doing a lot of the same thing. So I don't think we're going to see, you know, the, the thought was several years ago, we may not need local local stores. Yeah. Everything can be can be delivered. But now, with it, within two days, with your Prime membership, but now folks are wanting it same day. And, and that's the push. Target is really focused on that, Walmart, HEB, those services that, that you can get turned around in the same day. You call it in that morning, it's there in your house that afternoon. And to do that, you have to have a local brick and mortar presence, huh. which works in our favor. That's interesting. I, I found it fascinating. You know, one of those, like I had said, when our, when our bubble got burst, when we were, we were meeting with big retailers like Cabela's, Bass Pro, um, Nike, you know, some of the, the usual suspects that you would see expand in a market. And literally overnight when we were in Vegas at the conference in 17, everybody's like, nope, we're pushing the pause button. You know, later on we found out about the buyout with Bass Pro. Yeah. But these larger retailers are like, no, we're, everyone's nervous to make that decision. We're all just going to hit the pause button and see what happens. And just this year is the first time that we're starting to see folks no, we're ready. We're ready. We're, we're going to have a smaller presence, but we're ready to come to your market. So by the next time we talk, what do you hope you can announce or, or uh, give us a, a better update on? What I'd love to be able to do is give you a better update on University Town Center, 
that that's a that's one that's uh, over on University Drive behind the Razoos and Grub Burger that we've been working on a while, and I think just a few more pieces need to fall into place okay. before we can make those announcements. Chimney Hill's another one uh, that's hot um, that I hope to be able to come back and make some big um, big announcements there. Jones Crossing is another one. There's a ton of interest there. There's a lot of uh, uh, letters of interest that are out there between Jones Crossing and restaurants, pad sites, uh, retail users. Once they're ready to announce those, I, I'd, I'd love to be able to release those to the public. I think that's going to be some exciting um, usual suspects. You know, there's there's a lot of restaurants in town that are looking for a second location, which is exciting for College Station. Mm -hmm. But there are also restaurants that we haven't seen in this market that that are now looking at us and and uh, like to release those as well. Go get cracking. Got it. Seal some Got deals. It. Let's do it. Hey, thanks for the talk. Anytime. Thanks.